Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. I'm Al. <sighs> and we're at it again. So, do you have anything to talk about? Not really. About what's going on in your, your life? Not really. I mean... What's happening in the middle of July? Oh, having a barbecue with my friends. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Speaking of friends. Yes, you're going to Mississippi. Well, that's week. a... Darn it. That's the second part. <laughs> the first part is, the reason I was in New York yesterday... Yes. Is because I was having brunch, lunch, snacks, whatever, with somebody I went to college with the first time around. Mm-hmm. And... We ended up going to Le Quotidien in next to Bryant Park. Yes. And then we went to Angelina's, which is like a block and a half away or half mm-hmm. a block away, whatever. You know those New York blocks are super long. Um, and it's she's like, Oh yeah, there's Angelina's and they have really good chocolate. I was like, wait a second, there's an Angelina's in Paris that I went to. And they have amazing chocolate. Is this run by the same people? Like, is this a, a another one? And we walk in and it's pretty much everything is in French. Obviously, they have the English as well. Yeah. But it's 100% based off of the Angelinas in France, in Paris. Did you ask? I didn't have to. No, you didn't have All to. All of their stuff actually said established in blah 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 like it did in the angelinas in paris so i was like this is it so i ended up having some macarons from there Mm -hmm. i had a caramel one where the macaron itself is caramel and has caramel in it sounds too sweet but it was actually really good because remember it's made with almond flour so it tends to not be super duper overly sweet and then they do the the caramel on the inside. I had a lemon one. And I took a couple home to the boyfriend. One of them was a raspberry one. And that it tasted like those little fingerprint cookies that have the raspberry jam in the middle. Yeah. That's what it tasted like. Okay. Yes. And then we ended up going to get uh, bubble tea afterwards. Yes. Pretty yeah. cool. The fact, by the way, that you guys go to New York so much and have never invited me to like all you can eat Korean barbecue in New York. We haven't had all you can eat Korean barbecue in New York. We've had hot pot. Well, we should go to all you can eat Korean barbecue in New York. Yes, we should. Okay. The problem is I've invited you to stuff and you're like, nah. So it's hard for me to know whether or not you're going to want to go. I've suggested the thing that I would 100% say yes to. Okay. Well, then... Sometime soon, that's what's going to happen. It can't be this weekend coming up because I'm going to Mississippi with my best friend. Yes, your friend is starting a residency program in a in a hospital in Mississippi. In Mississippi, so she'll be there forever. Yes, pretty much until it's over, and then she can decide to stay if they offer her a job there or look for a job elsewhere. Yes. Yes. And I haven't seen her in almost in three years. I haven't seen her in three years. That's not cool. No. 
It doesn't feel that long. We were just talking about it last night. Um, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. It feels like maybe a year. Yeah, because I remember going to see her in Brooklyn, but that was... That feels like centuries ago. Yeah, that was one of the times before I moved... Oh, no. No. It was right around the same time. Yep. It was literally three or four months after I was back. Yep. So it's been two and a half years. Yep. Same thing. Yep. So she's actually leaving tomorrow. Her is she her, super excited? She is very excited. Her and her son. Her son is going to... Her son is going to be 21 this year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they are going there. He's already transferred all of his credits to an accredited online university. Mm-hmm. And that has a physical campus so that he can walk. He's going into his senior year this year. Of college. Smart kid. Yeah. 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 So he's like, I can do this online. You're going to a different place. Let's go. I would much rather go with you. Let's go. Yep. So they've all, they're picking up her car sometime. They've already picked up her car. Either they're picking it up today or tomorrow. And it's being shipped over there. Mm-hmm. Or driven. You know what I mean. And they are flying via one-way tickets to Mississippi. Hey. And since she doesn't start her program until July 1st, Mm -hmm. and she's got a bunch of other stuff happening this month, and so do I, I was like, whatever, I'm going to go this weekend. Coming up. And I'm actually going to be there. I'm leaving Friday mid-afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming back Tuesday evening. Okay. Because the place in Mississippi where she is is a smaller place and they have a smaller airport there. The closest major airport is two hours away. So I was like, no, I have to go to the smaller airport, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so everything was a little bit more expensive and and more limited. Yeah. But yeah. I'm excited. That's good. Yay. I've known her since forever. So. It's time to go and hang out. It's time. Yes. Yay. I agree. Yeah. And then sometime this week or next week, I'm supposed to have dinner with one of my friends from Reno. Mm -hmm. You know Matt. Yes. Yeah, he was at my graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, him and, and his girlfriend are going to be here. Or they're already here. They're in South Jersey right now. And they're, because she has family there. So they're making their way up to New York this week. Because okay. everybody wants to go to New York City. Yeah. When New you're York not from the East Coast, yeah. when you're not from the East Coast, New York City is an attraction. Or Florida, Miami, Orlando. Yeah. If you're from the East Coast, like San Francisco, San Diego, California in general, uh, Vegas, those are attractions. True. So it makes sense. Like when 
you lived in Reno with me and dad came to visit us, what was the thing he wanted to see? The Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. So it makes sense. That was a drive. It was a drive, but it was great. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. And like, you know, as, as our parents get older, it makes sense for us to try to do the things we can that they want to do so that it's one less sorry i'm getting closer it's one less thing that they regret not doing sure yes so you know what i don't want anybody to regret not doing oh no liking following and subscribing oh no like follow subscribe like follow subscribe we're everywhere we're on facebook instagram twitter listen to us wherever you would like to listen to us um we're hosted on podbean but you can listen to us there spotify itunes google play all that like follow subscribe we love you let's get to it so we are oh excuse me we are still in our deep dive of or dive into harry potter and the goblet of fire chapter 29 29 episode 33 episode 33 or 34 i thought the last one was 32 no the last one was 33 okay so it's 34 okay season four yes um we actually remembered this time so kind of sort of so let's talk about what happened in the last chapter um Third task is a maze. Cup in the center. You get the cup. You win. Um, There's going to be creatures and stuff. Spells and creatures. Enchantments, yes. rather. And you know, it, since Hagrid's involved with the creatures, it's going to be scary. Yes. Um, Barty Crouch shows up. Dis- disheveled and not lucid at all. And turns out that when Harry goes to try to get Dumbledore to talk to him, that he stuns uh crumb and disappears and disappears yes yeah farcraft thinks it's a ploy it's not a ploy yeah oh and everyone's mad at hermione because they believe rita skeeter's ridiculous article about a love triangle so yeah she's getting really terrible mail believes it even crumb believes it until harry tells him no don't believe it and he's like oh okay cool um and that's it really yeah that was and a more and, and concise see, thing. And another thing that I want to talk about is we see a very, like... We've seen Hagrid get mad on Dumbledore's behalf before. Yes. But not like this. Not to this level. Where he bodily, like, is about to, uh, like, harm someone in Dumbledore's honor. Like, defense. Mm-hmm. So, that, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And um, they sent... They sent serious food. Because nobody should be living off rats. Chapter 29. Harry, Ron, and Hermione discuss the evening's events far into the night, but are unable to determine who stunned Crumb or what happened to Mr. Crouch. Ron suggests it must have been Crouch. Uh, That's why he's gone. They try try to flip it every which way. Harry's like, I don't think so. He seemed really weak. And he's like, he he could have 
I don't reckon he was up to disapparating or anything. And Hermione again is like, you can't disapparate on the Hogwarts Hogwarts grounds. Haven't I told you enough times? And they're like, oh yeah, it was just a theory. Crumb attack Crouch, no wait, and then stunned himself? No. They said, every which way, especially ways that don't make sense. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I know, but I wanted to mm-hmm. go into it. Uh, and Harry actually says, if Snape hadn't held me up, we might have got there in time. Exactly. The headmaster is busy, Potter. What's this rubbish, Potter? Why couldn't he have just got out of the way? I mean, Sassy Harry's not wrong. Yep. The next morning, they head to the Owlery to send Sirius... Uh, Owlery? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's to send Sirius a message. Fred and George suddenly arrive, discussing whether what they're doing was blackmail, but fall silent upon seeing the trio. After the twins' departure, Ron says that they are serious about starting a joke shop and are trying to raise the money. Protecting their venture might prevent them from saying anything they know about Mr. Crouch and Dumbledore. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Oh, true. Okay. Professor Moody tells the trio he was unable to locate Mr. Crouch, even with Harry's map. Um, that's that's their thought, is again, uh, Marauder's map may have been able to give a clue or something, and the map is with Moody, so that's why they ask Moody. Mm-hmm. Um, Hermione disputes Ron's suggestion that he disapparated because impossible on the Hogwarts grounds, yes. He could have departed through the forest. Moody suggests she consider becoming an Auror, her mind works the right way. Yeah. Um, and then Ron gets jealous and like wants to be told something similar, so he starts spewing out random ideas as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's the moment for that. Let me see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Anywho. Um, oh, yeah. He says you're another one who might think about a career as an R. Mind works the right way, Granger. Um, and Ron says, yeah, someone could have could have pulled him onto a broom and flown off with him, couldn't they? And he looks over at Moody, hopeful that, you know, he says that he has the makings of becoming an R. And he said, we can't rule out kidnap. So do you reckon he's somewhere in Hogsmeade? Could be anywhere, said Moody, shaking his head. Only thing we know for sure is that he's not here. See? And then Moody tells them to stick close to to Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sirius's written response to Harry's letter arrives, sternly lecturing him about straying out of bounds with Victor Crumb, who would stand a better chance of winning the tournament if Harry was unable to compete, and demanding that Harry stay put. He says, who's he to lecture me about being out of bounds after all the stuff he did at school? And Hermione says he's worried about you. Just like Moody and Hagrid, so listen to them. True, but Harry, also fair point, Marauder's Map. Anyway. Yeah, and he's like, and no one's tried to attack me all year. No one's done anything to me at all. And then Hermione's like, except put your name in the Goblet of Fire, and they must have done that for a reason. Which is agreeing with what Sirius and Moody have both said. Yes. 
Um, for the next few days, Harry remains inside practicing jinxes for the third task. After he masters the stunning spell, Hermione suggests he practice the impediment jinx. However, it is time for Professor Trelawney's divination class. Oh, and you know she's going to be all doom and gloom. She's always all doom and gloom. True. The room is hot and, lulled by a buzzing insect, Harry falls asleep. He dreams he's flying on an eagle owl that goes into an old house, landing on a large armchair. Harry sees Wormtail writhing in pain, as well as a large snake. A voice from the armchair says Wormtail is in luck. His blunder has not ruined everything. The man is dead, and that Harry Potter may also soon be dead. The voice then says that Wormtail needs another reminder not to blunder again, oh, no. and curses him again. He crucios him. Yep. <sighs> Harry wakes up screaming on the classroom floor, his scar burning. Ignoring Professor Trelawney's demand that he tell what he was dreaming, he leaves and goes to see Dumbledore. Pausing outside Dumbledore's office, Harry hears a conversation. Hold on a second. So, she's like, of course he isn't alright when he wakes up, because Ron's like, are you alright? She's like, what was it, Potter? A premonition? An apparition? What did you see? Biggest eye roll. Come on now. Come on now, Professor Trelawney. You are not, you're, you're kind of annoying at mm-hmm. this point. If you're not trying to predict his death. You know what? She's very par for course, though. Yeah. Like, she's, she's, she's very on brand. Ex- exactly. She's on brand. Yeah. Listen, there's going to be disaster. I can't tell you when. I, I can't could, tell you why. But, but it's someone, definitely Harry Potter. But someone will die. Harry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, So Harry hears a conversation. The Minister for Magic, Cornelius Fudge, is attempting to put a positive spin on Bertha Jorkins' disappearance. And also suggests that Crouch might have just wandered off. Listen, I want to read it. It says, Dumbledore, I'm afraid I don't see the connection. Don't see it at all. Ludo says Bertha's perfectly capable of getting herself lost. I agree we would have expected to have found her by now, but all the same, we've no evidence of foul play, Dumbledore, none at all. As for her disappearance being linked with Barty Crouch's... And what do you think happened to Barty Crouch, Minister? Said Moody's growling voice. I see two possibilities, Alistair, said Fudge. Either Crouch has finally cracked, more than likely... I'm sure you'll agree, given his personal history, lost his mind and gone wandering off somewhere. He wandered extremely quickly, if that is the case, Cornelius, said Dumbledore calmly. Or else, well, Fudge sounded embarrassed, well, I'll reserve judgment until after I've seen the place where he was found. But you say it was just past the Beaubaton carriage? Dumbledore, you know what that woman is. I consider her to be a very able headmistress and an excellent dancer, Mm -hmm. said Dumbledore quietly. Dumbledore, come, said Fudge angrily. Don't you think you might be prejudiced in her favor because of Hagrid? They don't all turn out harmless, if indeed you can call a Hagrid harmless, with that monster fixation he's got. I am no more sus- I no more suspect Madame Maxime than Hagrid, said Dumbledore just as calmly i think it possible that it is you who are prejudiced cornelius got him sorry that must have been very loud but yeah the fact that dumbledore was just like bro you're the racist one here and it says 
Can we wrap up this, this discussion, growled Moody. Yes, yes, let's go down to the grounds then, said Fudge impatiently. Impatiently, because he call, got called out. Anyway. Yep. Right. No, Idiot it's boy. not that, said Moody. It's just that Potter wants a word with you, Dumbledore. He's just outside the door. Ooh. Yep. This is a very short one. Very short chapter. Which is fine, because we're going to record another episode anyway. Yes. So the the big takeaway here is that Harry is having a similar vision to the one that he saw over the summer. Yes. And it includes our good old ex-friend Wormtail, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Peter Pettigrew. And more information. The old man is dead. Yes. And that Harry Potter may soon follow. Yes. And... Voldemort is not above um, torturing his people. Yep. To uh, correct their mistakes. To teach them a lesson. He is trying to condition his people like you would an animal. Do good and I won't inflict unending pain on you. Good, good. Yeah, that's terrible. A little bit. Yeah. Um, We also find out that the the Minister of Magic... Is racist. And very stubborn. Yes. Stubborn and racist. Wow, imagine. The combination. Who knew that those two things go together? <laughs> Me. I knew that. Anyway. Um, so, very short. But we're, we're getting towards the meat and potatoes of the book. Yes. And which is why we're okay with this being a shorter chapter. Yes. It's literally... Getting us to where we need to get to. Yes. It also, like you said, enables us to do more today. Yes. Because you will be gone next week to Mississippi. Mississippi! Which is not a place I thought that I'd be going to. But, I mean... Same. Yeah. No shade, no, no, no shade you know. All the but, shade. Uh, yeah, a little bit. All the Anywho. shade, because they're not historically known for being... This... This... Ties into Fudge. There you go. Fudge is racist and stubborn. And surely there are progressive people in the all, South. All over the say, place. Just the South is known for not being very progressive and welcoming of people of color. Yes. And we're brown. So yes. it's not necessarily someplace growing up in the Northeast. It's yes. not necessarily someplace that I thought that I would be going to. Um, willingly and not as a stop someplace else. Yes. So I'm excited to find out what it's like. I'm sure it's very nice. Yes. And I'm going to be there with my best friend. Mm -hmm. Also a person of color. Yes. So that's going to be interesting in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, like the only thing needed for going back to Harry Potter, the only thing needed for bad to prevail is for good people to do or say nothing. Dumbledore, in this instance, is the good that we need, saying, I don't suspect Madame Maxime of anything, no more than I would suspect Hagrid. And it sounds like you got to look at yourself a little bit, buddy. Because why would you assume that it's her? Why? Because she's part giant? Like, that doesn't make any sense. 
why would you automatically assume the worst? This actually goes with um, something that I, from the Boondock Saints, by the way, it's part of a quote or like a sermon, and it's, Now, we must all fear evil men, but there is another kind of evil which we must fear most, and that is the indifference of good men. Well, and again, that goes hand in hand with what we're seeing happening or what's been happening for a very long time in the mm-hmm. United States with police officers basically doing whatever the heck they want to do and not being held accountable for things. And the argument is always not all cops. But if the good ones don't, don't say, say anything. anything, then are they really good? Yeah. And what is going to make change occur if nobody is willing to stand up? The thi- so this is where I stand. Um, this will be very concise yes. and quick. And, and hopefully people aren't offended by this. Yes. They shouldn't be, I don't think. But it's I totally respect people who put their lives on the line every day to make sure that we can be safe. Our cousin is a police officer. Exactly. He's he's not all, only just a police officer. He's mm. been in the force for a while. He's been on the SWAT team. I don't know if he still currently is, but he's like a sergeant and like he's he's active. Yeah, it, it's his career career yeah. career. Like it's not yeah. Something you, you, he chanced upon and then tried for a little bit and was like, oh, it's not for me. This is his career, and I, I respect it. Yeah, and he, he might go as far as to say that it's his calling. Yeah. And so, again, I respect the 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 you having to put your life on the line daily to make sure that we can be safe as a general populace. But the thing is, is like, quoting comic books here, with, like, great power comes great responsibility, and because police officers have so much power literally the power over life and death when it comes to critical situations yes they have to be held even more accountable yeah and that that's that's what is lacking not just by the the general population mm-hmm. but by other police officers themselves exactly. who are like I understand, Don't be a dick. I understand brothers in arms and stuff like yeah. that like camaraderie and there's a union and everything and that you know, you're putting your life on the line with these people as well next to you in the same, like, squad car, the same unit. I understand all of that stuff. But also, if you do something wrong, it's not something that should be brushed under the carpet in any respect. Yeah. Own up to your mistakes. I'm I'm your older sister. Yes. Or one of your older sisters. Yes. I love you. Yes. And I will defend you tooth and nail mm-hmm. against anyone who perceived or actually tries to hurt you yes but i am the first person to call you on your crap true why because i love you and i always want you to be Be the best version of yourself yeah be and do better yeah so i think that that's that's the thing is like when it comes to like strangers and stuff i expect nothing from them Mm -hmm. so i don't hold them to any standard but my friends and my family, I hold to a high standard. Yes. Because I expect the best out of you. And, and if you fall a little short of that standard, let me urge you to be yeah. better. So I think that that's, that that is the issue. Yes. Is that good cops don't say anything because, you know, they'll, they'll be turned on basically by other cops. 
Yeah. Oh, he's he's down to you know call this person out or, or, or submit a complaint or have like an internal investigation thrown against them. Like, what if it's me next? And it's like, if you're a good person, if you're a good cop, then you have no need to worry. Yeah. Which is again going back to Harry Potter, why Dumbledore says something. It's like stop trying to avoid the subject. Do better. Be better. You're the minister of magic. It's not just wizards, humans. It's magic. There are other magical beings other than just humans. Do better. Yeah. And and what does he do? Nothing. He says nothing. <laughs> Which, you know, is foreshadowing, not a spoiler. Something that we see happen quite frequently. Yep. So that's that. Yeah. Um, again, I, I put up a poll recently. Mm. And we're going to let that go for a few days. Until I figure out. Basically until I come back. And once I come back, we're going to decide whether or not these are actually going to be deep dives. Deeper think, dives. So we should finish the book. Yeah. As is, as we started it. I think when we start five is when we implement the change. Mm. We're not, we're almost done anyway as it is. Yeah, we'll see. No point in changing it now. I mean. We will see. Okay. That was my Trelawney impression. I hated it. Anyway. Oh, thanks. It's a hate Trelawney guys. What? Yeah, she's not really... She does move the story along sometimes. Not in a great way, because she's a little bit confused all the time, but she does move it along. True. Alright, I guess that's it. We will talk to you later. Bye, everybody! Bye. This was a really short episode. We're only at 30 minutes. Oh my goodness. I know.